Hey friends, welcome back to BIM Voice. Today I have the pleasure to talk with Antonio Gonzalez Viegas, who is a BIM software developer and also one of the main contributors to the IFCJS library. Hi Antonio, how are you doing? What have you been doing lately? Hi Petru, thanks a lot for the invitation and ah, uh, a lot of things, really, really a lot of things. Uh, very, very busy, but very, very happy with how the project is going so far. That's very good to hear. Tell me some of the most exciting things that happened that you think might be relevant regarding IFCJS. Well, uh, now we are in a point in which a lot of big players want to get involved. Um, I don't want to like say anything specific right now because nothing is formalized, but I can say that one of the companies that formed the FANG or no, I guess it's called Meng. Do you know the, the initials? The no. Uh, Facebook, Amazon, uh, Netflix, Google. No. Uh, they, no, no, they, no. Like the top tech companies in the IT industry. I can tell you that one of them contacted us because they were considering starting using IFCJS for one of the products they are making. Wow, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing, actually. Yep, yep. Very, very happy with that. Also, regarding the project, I believe we are now at a step in which we are going from a typical open source, small scale project into something bigger. More companies are starting to get involved. We are starting to make money out of the project. I can show you that later if you want. Um, we are starting to involve people, involve communities. Obviously the community is getting bigger. And I my hope is that by the end of the year, we'll have a lot of new features that do not only allow to view models, but also perhaps even compete or enable people to build tools that compete with, you know, um, well-known applications. For instance, several things we are doing right now. We are busy with clash detection. We are using Garrett Johnson's work. Garrett Johnson is a software engineer at NASA, and he has a very, very nice uh, computational geometry library that enables us to do very, very cool things. And one of the problems that he accidentally solved was clash detection. So we will be using that. So who knows, maybe you can build the next uh, Navis works with IFCJS in not a long time. Also, we are uh, talking with the guys of Ladybug Tools. You've probably heard of them. Yes, yes. And we are building a exporter that lets you take any IFC export data to HPJSON and perform an energy simulation using Honeybee, which means that once we have that finished, anyone will be able to make an energy analysis tool for free based on IFC and using both tools, uh, Ladybug tools and IFCJS. Wow, that sounds amazing. That sounds like something that we really, really need in our industry. Congratulations. That's an amazing effort to get to that. I'm just baffled about this. Very, very good job. Uh, attracting so much attention and uh, getting things rolling so nicely. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, I believe that the challenge now is to be able to make all of this accessible because um, one of the things we've recently discovered is that there's a lot of people wanting to get started with IFCJS, but they are not familiar with uh, software development at all and they would like to have a clear path to get started. And this is also another thing we are doing right now. We are preparing, we could call them like programming courses for all levels so that all the people that want to get started in BIM development, and because as you know, I'm an architect and right now I work as a professional 
uh, Beam Software Developer. Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously the path was not easy. I had to make a lot of, of research, a lot of uh, you know um, invest a lot of effort in learning everything and then selecting the things that were actually useful to my current job. So we are gathering all the things I've learned along the path and we are putting together a couple of, in my opinion, uh, useful courses for the people that want to get started. That sounds very good. Looking forward to seeing that stuff out there. Yeah, thanks. Cool. If I'm not mistaken, you have changed uh, jobs since the last time we spoke. How is that affecting you or impacting uh, your uh, day-to-day and uh, your contribution to IFCJS? Yep. Uh, right now I'm working for Utility, a company uh, based in Norway. And the business is basically installing sensors in buildings and giving the asset owner an application that lets them see in real time how the real building is uh, performing. And um, they hired me uh, because they wanted to use OpenBIM to not only offer their their customers the ability to see what happens to the building in real time, but also compare that with the information that they get from architecture and engineering firms. And for instance, uh, perhaps make simulations and compare the simulated data with real data and detect issues in the building before they happen, things like, or instantly, or perhaps even like bind information of the BIM model with information of the real building. You know, like a lot of people have heard about the term digital twin. That's exactly what we are doing. And I'm very, very happy with the company, not only because of the culture, which is uh, super amazing, but also because one of the things that we talked about when they hired me is that they understood that we have a problem in the you know BIM industry. There's not a lot of technology available. Like for instance, um, whenever you want to create a video game, you have a lot of uh, free engines and open source engines that you can use. So you don't have to worry about things like yes. linear algebra, computer graphics, um, collisions, things that are very uh, I won't say that are very boring because I'm starting to like them, but uh, they are they are hard to get started. Technical, with. very technical, yeah, and not beginner friendly, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because you have a video game engine, all a video game engine have everything solved, so you can just you know jump in and create whatever you want to create and focus on creativity, ideas, and so on. Mm-hmm. We don't have that in the BIM industry, as you know. They agree with me on that. So the idea is that. I work for them, obviously. I'm creating the the company, the the beam part of the solution. But part of the effort that I spend every day in the office goes back to a library. For instance, if I discover an efficient way to deal with 3Ds or to Mm -hmm. display super big models, perhaps a part of that discovery travels back to IFCJS. But I'm not the only one doing that. Harry Colling, working in Parametricals, is another maintainer of the library, and it's doing exactly that. And I like to think that as the project grows, more and more people will start to do that. Because, for instance, uh, you might have seen some of the publications that we we made recently. One of the things that I published was the DXF export. The only reason I was able to do that was because in, in Utility, we needed a DXF export. And I thought this was something that could be of interest to you know other people in the industry. And not only 
uh, we get that, but all the industry get that feature for free. So everyone can build a DXF exporter or, but again, it, when I started making the DXF exporter, the first step was to implement an orthogonal camera, but I didn't need to do that because that was something that Harry had already made. So these kind of synergies, uh, in the end, we all win because we don't have to pay for the whole development path. Each person makes, so to say, a part of the path. And in the end, we are able to run the whole race because, um, you know, we team up indirectly. Mm -hmm. That's amazing to hear. You know, I'm really looking forward to the day when more companies will see the value in contributing, actually because we can develop all these solutions exponentially when we work together instead of going linearly and closed source for ourselves, right? Because when you get more companies doing a little contribution from uh, some perspective, then it adds up a lot, right? And the project become much more mature, much more quickly. In my opinion, the problem that we currently have in the industry is the lack of technology. And that means that if you want to start doing anything, you pretty much have to start from scratch because mm -hmm. nobody has made the step of releasing that open. And I think that's a mistake because even if you think that you can make a lot of business with whatever discovery you have made, that discovery is probably something very, I won't say like stupid, but something very, very uh, early stage. And it's early stage because you start from square one. So no matter how smart you are or how well you program, in the end, you cannot like reach the effort of companies that have been working on this for 40 years. So as you say, I totally agree with that. And that's the whole idea behind HypeCJS. I believe that the next step is instead of developing things for yourself, why not join efforts? Obviously, some of the work that you do will remain inside to keep that competitive mm -hmm. advantage as a business. Yes. But in my opinion, if a part of the effort, not all of it, is shared among all the people that develop code in the BIM environment, we could have a better BIM right away and we wouldn't need to wait for the bigger players mm -hmm. to actually deliver what we are asking them to deliver. Yes, yes, that makes sense. You said that there are no other projects. How do you see Blender BIM in all this equation? So you say that we must start from scratch every time. Is the goal of IFCJS to replace the functionality of Blender BIM as well? No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Then if I said that, I didn't mean to say that. Obviously, there, there are other open BIM projects. Uh, Blender BIM is a perfect example because if you want to work with IFC openly without depending on proprietary software, Blender BIM and obviously IFC OpenShell, XBIM, there are other solutions out there. But I was not perhaps referring to IFCJS only. I'm referring to all the open source initiatives under the OSARC umbrella. What we are doing, in my opinion, is releasing the technology so that if someone starts working on this tomorrow or today, they don't have to start from square one. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Because I mentioned Blender Beam, since I heard about IFCJS, since you started this project and following it closely, it's really amazing to see the development so far. What do you think you are doing better than the Blender Beam or uh, the OSR community regarding Blender Beam that you managed to raise so much attention and uh, so much uh, interest? Did you do something specially or this has something to do with the fact that it's a web application and the big tech companies are more interested and could be more interested eventually to contribute? Uh, well, that's a hard question 
to answer first because I haven't like worked internally in Blender Beam at least so far. And I haven't just because I don't have enough time and because my girlfriend would kill me if I get into more projects. Otherwise, <laughs> I would be like inside all the open source projects in the Makes sense. AEC <laughs> industry. Secondly, uh, because I'm not a like um, social um, expert, like I haven't studied anything related to CEO or social media and everything I know is just mm -hmm. something I've learned along the way based on my experience. Um, I would say that the only place where we are perhaps more active is LinkedIn. And I consider myself a LinkedIn freak. I spend quite some time on LinkedIn almost every day. I worry to like perhaps research which are the kind of publications that get more attention. Mm -hmm. I try to copy the people that get more attention. I look for the time frame in which we get more visibility. I'm not sure if we are actually getting more attention than them because I believe the other day I saw a tweet by Tom Rosendahl, the creator of Blender, talking about Blender BIM. So I wish I had Tom Rosendahl speaking about my project. I don't know. Perhaps if your only way of measurement is the LinkedIn reactions, the reason is probably because I'm a LinkedIn freak. Otherwise, I think both or all the open source projects, if you compare Blender BIM and, and IFCJS, are getting more or less the same attention. Mm -hmm. Right now, I want to ask you something else, which is also very important. I read many of your articles. You don't have so many. I think you have three or four, something like that on the website. Mm -hmm. And you also said something during our chat, like solution to disrupt the industry and be an alternative to existing solutions. I am confused. Do you plan on the long term for this tool to be a replacement for tools like Revit? You said already Navisource. And I think that should be, yeah, like you said, the most natural development of IFCJS or Solibri, you can put in Solibri in the same uh, place. You know, I believe, and this is again my opinion because I cannot foresee the future. Of course. I believe the key to this project and in my opinion, this is just my opinion. If there's someone from some company here, perhaps they can also comment and I don't know, obviously. I believe if I wasn't inside IFCJS and I knew what I know, the main reason I would be scared of the project is that the thing is the we are not trying to create end-user solutions. We are creating something that perhaps tomorrow there's 10 companies creating the new Revit separately. Mm -hmm. So the idea is not that we are going to go against Autodesk or Bentley or we don't need to do that because we are not on that level of abstraction. We are one step back. But the people that use the library are the ones that are going to be those products. Mm -hmm. We don't need to, you know, again, we don't need to run the whole race. We don't need to, um, you can say you cannot win Revit or you cannot win, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I don't know, Solibri or whatever software because you don't have enough uh, development power or whatever. And I say, yeah, that's that's probably correct. But perhaps if a company starts from the point where I left, we would add up enough power to be something that makes a fair fight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes uh, sense, of course. Now, a crazy hypothesis in this case. Do you see a situation where these software, established software companies, could see any value in actually contributing IFCJS without making it 
something that can go against them, but at the same time to grow together with the platform, contribute and use it in some way on their own products. My idea is that right now it's in a very early stage, of course, but if everything continues to be the same way as it is, it is going to be very hard to compete with companies that use IFCJS because those, those companies only will have to maintain a, a relatively small amount of code. Mm -hmm. If you are a company that has to maintain 1 million lines of code, you need a team of developers, uh, you know, dealing with all the technical debt that you have uh, accumulated over the years, perhaps programming in C++, dealing with a lot of problems due to legacy, things like that. And those are things that we don't have to worry about. And those are things that people using IFCJS don't have to worry about, at least in the same measure, because they don't only have to write, uh, worry about the part of the code that they wrote. Yeah. So in my opinion, that's where the competitive advantage lies. Imagine today, you and me, we can make a triple A video game or not, not perhaps, but we, we can make something similar to a AAA video game using Real Engine because there's thousands of hours of work behind that engine or mm -hmm. Godot or other engines, yes. right? Yes, yes. My, my idea or the reason why I think the project is scary in a good way is that we do not need to be a replacement because the replacement is the people that is going to come after us and build on top of it yes i understand yeah. so actually you want to be unreal engine you want to be unity you want to be blender and people can come and build on this platform well i i'd be happy if i'm something similar to 3js actually but it's it's hard to compare us ourselves with blender or because those are end user softwares long term and i meant long term not yeah long. yeah maybe maybe i don't know I would be very funny to have something similar to Unreal Engine, but especially focused in architecture, right? So everyone could create their own BIM tools, customized. It would be very, very funny yeah. <laughs> in the in the BIM tooling. Hmm. Now, this, I promise you, is going to be the last question. Are there any other solutions that are trying to do the same stuff as IFCJS? Are there any other projects that are I don't know, maybe tentatives from other companies that try to keep the code uh, closed. In the AEC industry, besides what uh, Dion and the others are making, obviously, I mean, everything under the OSARC umbrella, I think we are all trying to make something similar mm -hmm. with some differences, but something similar. And I believe that what I said before, it's also valid for them, more or less. But in general, I see that one of the problems that the industry has is that they look at us like if we were some, like crazy or something like that, you know, they, they, they don't understand what we are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. But the, the thing is that what we are doing, or at least what, because I, I'm, I'm familiar with FCJS, obviously, what we are doing on FCJS, it's actually the standard in, in other fields. For instance, you could say you are not able to build a clash detection tool because the guys in Solibri have a whole team of developers doing that. You cannot compete with that team. And I say, that's correct. That's oh. the reason why I won't do it myself. I will use the uh, computational geometry library made by someone that works at NASA and whose specialty is exactly that. Mm -hmm. 
So I don't need to compete with you because that is that is the technology that will be competing with your technology. And I think that this conception of not making end products, but making pieces that in the end enable people to build things on top of your findings is the direction in which we will go mm -hmm. eventually. Mm -hmm. I understand. Thank you very much for joining me, Antonio. Very nice of you to make time to do this. I know you are very busy. I really appreciate taking the time to join me. And uh, I'm really looking forward to our future conversations. Yeah, great. Uh, thanks for the invitation, for the interest. And we will talk again in the future. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.